0: Praise God. Praise God. Pastor Mike here. Welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Glad you could stop by for a uh, quick manna for today or a word for today. Amen. I pray that your day is going well. And uh, um, why don't we just uh, get a little boost, amen, from the Word of God. And uh, today i just like to ask you a simple question. And, and that is, do you many times feel that God has not heard your prayer? Okay. That's quite a, quite a common thing for us Christians, especially in today's age, age with uh, with so much going on, you know. And do you maybe sometimes feel that God uh, can't get you out of the situation that you, that you may be in right now? Any particular challenges going on in your life or whatever it might be? And again, that is not uncommon because we all as children of God have our ups and downs, uh, so to speak, you know. But um, if you are having times of doubt and wondering whether or not God is there, you're not the only one. Okay, it's been going on since uh, time immemorial, back to ancient Israel, and we are going to touch on a little bit of that today. You know? So um, don't be too, too concerned. I'm not saying just to pass it off. It is something that you do need to address if you are experiencing um, bouts of doubt, times of doubt. You need to address it. But we just want to share with you what the Word of God says about it. And looking at Israel is where we're going to go today. Israel would, uh, many times vacillate back and forth between trusting God and believing in God and, and also going over to follow the, uh, the sinful ways of, uh, those that were around him, those that were around them. So we're going to go to 1 Kings, 1 Kings chapter 18, 1 Kings chapter 18, and, uh, look at what was going on with Israel here. Um, back in, I'm not going to go through the whole scripture because this is just a sermonette, but, uh, um, this is where, uh, 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 Ahab was talking to Elijah and Israel had been going back and forth between Baal worship, uh, which Ahab had brought to Israel and, uh, uh and of course, you know, the, the, the one God, the one true God, the God that we know. Okay. So it starts in verse number 17, 1 Kings 17, 1 Kings 18. I'm sorry. 1 Kings 18, verse 17. And it says, And it came to pass when Ahab saw Elijah that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubles Israel? And he answered, said, I have not troubled Israel, but thou and thy father's house, thou and thy father's house, in that you have forsaken the commandments of the Lord, and thou hast followed Baalim. In other words, Baal worship. Now therefore send and gather to me all Israel unto Mount Carmel, and the prophets of Baal, four hundred and fifty, and the prophets of the groves, four hundred that eat at Jezebel's table, okay? These were the the, the prophets of this demonic god, Baal. So Ahab sent unto all the children of Israel and gathered the prophets together unto Mount Carmel, okay? So here they were, all these prophets of Baal, these demon worshippers, okay? And Israel, he brought them all together. Verse 20, so Ahab sent unto the children of Israel and gathered all the prophets together unto Mount Carmel, 21. And Elijah came unto Unto all the people and said, how long, how long halt ye between two opinions? In other words, how long will you be caught between two opinions? Okay. If the Lord be God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people answered him, not a word. So basically what he's saying is to choose. Make up your mind. you going to follow these, these demonic worshipers, these prophets of Baal. Okay. Or are you going to follow the true God of Israel? amen amen so we read here that when it says halt between two opinions it's like make up your mind what is it that you're going to to do well more in modern times here there's a uh, there's a story that can offer some insight into what so often you know affects many of us christians okay and there was someone who was having financial difficulties and was constantly confessing the word of god which was a good thing over over his situation He was reciting scriptures and was trusting God and had thought that that God would provide a way for him. Okay, while he was trusting God and while he was waiting for God to to uh, manifest uh, uh, his deliverance uh, in in, in the real world, you know, in in the physical realm, he was still patiently waiting. While he was there faithfully waiting, he was often attacked with doubt. Okay, as many of us are. Are you waiting for a solution to your problem right now? You have a prayer that is out there that you're waiting for God to deliver you from, you know, to answer your prayer, okay? Well, the same way this guy was uh, suffering from doubt, so many times do we suffer from doubt. Even though he was praying and he was faithfully waiting, we oftentimes get attacked by doubt. And now after a while, what's happened, this guy started getting discouraged, okay? And if you are getting discouraged, then you need to really listen on to what is about to be said here, okay? Because if you're suffering with this doubt, then this message is indeed for you, all right? If you're troubling with something right now, then this message is for you. If you've got a prayer that's out there to the Lord, and you're patiently waiting, and you're praying, and you're confessing the Word of God, and you're still feeling discouraged, then this message is for you, okay? So he kept on, on praying and waiting, and although he was discouraged, he kept on consulting God. And then he sent a prayer to the Lord, and he said, Heavenly Father, I believe Something must must be going on here. You know, I'm faithfully waiting and praying and so on like that. But every now and then these uh, attacks of doubt seems to creep into my mind, creep into my life. Okay. So the Holy Spirit showed him what exactly was going on. Okay. The Holy Spirit showed him that he was being attacked spiritually. He was being being attacked by forces of darkness that were lying to him. He was being attacked by forces of darkness that were lying to him and was telling him that God was not going to help him, that God was not going to be able to help him. And those forces of darkness were saying to him that, Why do you keep on confessing God's word? Because it is simply not going to work. God doesn't hear you. God doesn't hear you. Amen? So, however, the Holy Spirit also showed him that each time he confessed the word of God, Holy Spirit showed him that every time he confessed the word of God, that the word of God was coming out of his mouth like a sword. Remember that in Ephesians, says that the the word of God is the sword of the Spirit. Amen. So every time he confessed the word of God, that the, the, the word was coming out of his mouth like a sword. And every time he confessed and that sword coming out, that that demon that was attacking him was wavering, was wavering and falling backward, was wavering and falling backward. Holy Spirit showed him, you're under this demonic attack. This is what's going on. This demon is whispering in your ear that you're going to fail, that you're wasting your time praying to God. But every single time that this man spoke the word of God back, spoke scripture back, this demon was all of a sudden wavering and falling back. He showed him this is what was happening in the spiritual realm. Amen. So as God revealed this to him, okay, the man then understood why it is so important to keep speaking the word. No matter what is going on in your life, no matter how 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 how, how um, unfruitful your prayers may seem to you right now, keep confessing God's word because every single time you do, you see, you see, we, we cannot see into the spiritual realm exactly what is going on. Okay, and maybe it's a good thing. You know, Because if God was to open our eyes so that we could always see in the spirit realm what is going on, there would probably be some sights that we would not uh, really enjoy seeing. Okay? There's a battle going on, saints of God. There's a battle going on. The devil does not want you to be victorious. The devil does not want you to have faith in God. The devil does not want you confessing the word of God. The devil does not want you repeating out the word of God. Okay? What did Jesus do when he was in the wilderness there, those three times that the devil tried to tempt him? You know, you know, Jesus hit him with scripture. You know, Jesus, if you're hungry, you know, why don't you turn those stones into bread if you're hungry? Now, obviously he was. He was out there for 40 days fasting. Jesus was. The devil said, why don't you turn the bread into stones, uh, stones into bread? And what did Jesus do? Jesus hit him with scripture. Okay. As it is written, man shall not live by bread, by, by bread alone. But by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, Jesus hit him with scripture. He did that two more times, three times in total. And on the third time, phew, the devil left him, the word of God says. So you need to keep repeating that word of God. Because every single time you do, that spirit of doubt that'll be trying to whisper in your ear, he's gonna run fleeing. Okay? Okay? Those devils cannot stand the word of God. They cannot stand you praising God. So even if you praise God during this time of difficulty, during this time of challenge, you keep praising Him and you keep reciting back that Word of God and keep those demons reeling back and getting away from you. So this is what God revealed to him, that it was so important to keep repeating the Word of God. Okay? All right? He saw that, that he did have faith, which was why the evil spirit was attacking him with doubt. Okay? Right. See, see, the devil knows, you know, he has some inkling and he sees how you are behaving during these times of difficulty. He sees how you uh, stand up during these times of travail. He sees how you fare uh, in, in challenges. OK, so he wants to attack your faith. He does not want you to keep faith. So he's going to lie to you. you know? You're talking, this is so fruitless. Why are you wasting your time? He may even actually be so bold, bold as to come out and say, you know something? God doesn't hear your prayer. You know, God doesn't, doesn't hear your prayer. Why should God listen to you? You know, you slipped and you stumbled. You think that you say that you love God and you say that you do this and you and you do that. But what did you do last week? Where were you last Friday? Okay. Remember so-and-so that you were with? Remember so-and-so you were hanging out with? Okay. You remember that gal? You remember that guy? Okay. And you're supposed to be a child of God. but What did you do? He wants to lie to you to make you think that you are unworthy. He wants to lie to you to make you think that no matter what you say, because of your failure, okay, God doesn't love you. God is not going to answer your prayer. All right? These are all of the the the, the 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 tactics that the devil uses to to implant doubt into your life. Okay, so you have to make sure that you keep on 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 reading the word and you, you keep on confessing the word of God and knocking him down. Knocking him off of his balance, okay. You see, now you gotta understand, saints of God, that doubt is not something that God puts in us, okay. God did not give you a spirit of doubt, okay. Doubt is really unnatural to us, children of God. All right, God did not give you a spirit of doubt. Romans twelve three says that God has God gives every man the measure of faith. Romans twelve three, God gives every man the measure of faith. That means, of course, woman also. God gives us all the measure of faith. Now, that means that the measure of faith that He gives you is the same measure of faith that He gave to me. Okay? Because I'm a pastor and so forth and I'm preaching the Word, it doesn't mean that my faith, the measure of faith that God gave me, is greater than what God gave you. Okay? God gives us all the same measure of faith. Now, what happens over time, okay, what happens over time, based on your faith and reading the Word and understanding the Word and cultivating that relationship with God, Lord Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Okay, we as Christians grow. We as Christians grow. And maybe my faith may be greater in some areas than yours right now, okay? But the measure that God gave to me was the same measure that He gave to you. The question is, how do we grow our faith? How do we develop our faith? Amen, amen, amen. As we come to the Lord and as we um, uh, read the Word and study and pray and come to know God, that faith in us should be growing, growing, growing through our experiences in life, through our experiences. If God has delivered you from a particularly challenging, difficult situation, you know, you know, uh, last week, uh, two weeks ago, last year, five years ago, we should be remembering those times that God that God brought us through, that God delivered us from a challenging situation, and that is how we develop patience in God and wind up growing in our faith. Okay, faith to faith, the Word of God says, size of a mustard seed. You know, He gives us all the same measure of faith. But it's up to us to grow that faith, and the more we experience success in God, okay, that is realizing that His blessings, understanding His blessings, understanding how God works. That is what grows our faith. But God hasn't given me any more faith than He's given you. You start with the same level of faith, okay? So, so God has placed that faith in your heart, but the devil tries to cancel out that faith by attacking you with doubt. That's why you start wondering about, oh Lord, when are you going to answer my prayer? Oh Lord God, I mean, this is going to happen to me if if I don't get this. If my finances don't grow, oh gee whiz, I've got this pain in my side. Oh Lord, with Jesus stripes you are healed. Okay, with Jesus stripes you are healed. I've got this meeting with the boss and and I need a raise and so forth. And I've got these prayers out there. Lord, when are you going to answer my prayers? God will indeed answer your prayers. Everything is in his time, of course. We've said, we've talked about that before. But don't let the devil sow that seed of doubt in your mind. Okay. How long are you going to halt between two opinions? Are you going to believe God or are you not going to believe God? Amen? 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 So, you see, so, so the devil tries to cancel out, out your faith by attacking you with doubt. And doubt comes in the form of thoughts. Doubt comes in the form of thoughts that are, are are directly contrary to what the Word of God says. Okay? Okay? Doubt comes in the form of thoughts that the devil plants that are in opposition to God's Word. All right? All right. By my stripes, by Jesus' stripes, I am healed. The devil says, oh, no, you're not. Are you really healed? You feel that pain in your body? You feel that pain in your shoulder? Okay, by, and by Jesus' stripes. Where God says, by my stripes I am healed. Okay, so you, so you need to claim. You need to keep repeating that back. But the devil doesn't want you to believe that. And so he's, he comes at you. He opposes you by planting doubt. Okay, does that really work? Are you really, really healed? Okay, this is why it is so important for you to know the Bible. Okay, you have to know the Bible for yourself. Okay, again in the wilderness there, Jesus hit Satan back with word, the word of God, because he knew it. All right. So we need to make sure that we know the Bible and that we understand what the Bible is saying to us, that we know what the words of the Bible in the Bible are saying. Okay? If we know the word, then we can recognize when the devil is lying to us. Okay. If we know the word, then you can recognize when the devil is lying to you and trying to plant that doubt in your mind. If you don't know the Word of God, then you start winding up believing what that spirit of doubt is telling you. You start believing it. You're going to fail. That's not what the Bible says. You're not going to be healed. That's not what the Bible says. You're not going to have prosperity. That's not what the Bible says. Okay? All right? Okay? So so if you don't know the Word of God, then you can wind up being victim, falling victim to the lies that the devil tries to throw at you. Okay? So you need to be assured that the lies that he lies to us in order to steal— what Jesus did on the cross. okay? He lies to you to steal away the truth, with a capital T, the truth of, of what Jesus did on the cross. He doesn't want you to believe that. Amen? Amen? So I encourage you to be like that man who sought help from the Lord. Speak God's word because you know that God's word is true. okay? And because confessing the truth sends those demons of doubt running and fleeing. Okay, The word of God is a sword. Okay? Okay? The sword of the Spirit. Use that sword of the Spirit. Amen. Trust God. Apply his word and have faith. Have faith that he will bring you. He will indeed bring you through. Okay? God, God loves you. You are his child. You are his, 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 his special, very special person. It is not his will that you should fail. It is not his will that you should not be victorious in this life. Amen? So trust him continue reading his word, continue confessing his word, continue praying to him, continue talking with him. Let Holy Spirit just minister to you moment by moment by moment. Amen. Praise God, our Lord Jesus is a wonderful God, and just welcome him into your life. He is Lord, he is master, he is king. Welcome him into your life, and he'll work wonders for you. Amen. Amen. Praise God. I pray this message was a blessing to you. And if it was, then share it with someone else. Share it with a loved one, a family member, a friend. Even share it with someone who's giving you a hard time, okay? Because the word of God says that we should pray for our enemies and try to help them too. It is not God's will that any should perish. All right. So if this message has been a blessing to you, then 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 share it with someone else. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hope you have a blessed balance of the day and evening and week ahead of you and until we gather again next time. Amen. Praise God. Be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ.